Welcome back to The Law Unscripted, where we talk about all the things about the law and the legal system that you never knew. Never understood. And no one ever told you. I'm Virginia Tarani. And I'm Chelsea Rogers. And we're with Tarani Law LLC because you never need a lawyer. Till you do. All right, everybody. Our topic for today is COVID. Yeah, COVID. Um, So last week we talked about (laughs) the experience that Chelsea had as a law student during COVID. Absolutely. Um, As she was the law student class of of COVID, truly of COVID. Um, So check out that one for last week as to what her experiences were. We're telling a lot of stories about how COVID affected her, how it affected law school. Um, And today we're going to go through how it affected me as an attorney during COVID um, because it was quite a wild experience. I can't imagine. Like I I thought law school changed enough, but I I mean, the legal world was just, and you're still dealing with ramifications in the court from COVID. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest things with COVID that I'm just going to throw out here now is the delays Yeah, that courts were shut down for months right? and they didn't do anything. Like the court clerks weren't processing things. You could file and your case would be put on the floor in somebody's office, um, at, you know, different States, different jurisdictions mm-hmm. had different things. So I work in Virginia, DC and Maryland yeah. and in Maryland, like it just stopped and we are still, it is April, 2023. Yeah. And there are two jurisdictions in Maryland that are still catching up and it's like six to 12 months behind yeah. still. Which I, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so that's been, I think, the biggest thing that affected me as an attorney and our area especially for that is the courts just weren't prepared to be shut down and then to try to catch up with everything in the meantime. And that's, I mean, when you think about sort of throwback to everything that happened during COVID, you think about the, you know, the attorney who was the cat face. Oh my God, I loved him. I send so much love to that guy. He was my little hero. The the older man who, if you haven't seen it, was getting on Zoom and he had the cat filter on and didn't know how to take it off. And he's there saying to the judge, I am not a cat. Oh my gosh, I died because it was truly, it, it embodied everything that was happening in the attorney world for COVID. And my heart went out to him. Truly though, my hero for all of COVID, he will be the example of an attorney. I am not a cat. (laughs) I I am not a cat. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about some of that experience um, for me personally. Um, What we do here is we have a law student who's Chelsea and an attorney talking about the law. And these series are about our personal experiences because that is part of the law and the legal system that people don't know. Um, And we want to share with you, um, especially for law students this time, it's not exclusive to law students. So if you're not a law student, please don't just stop listening. (laughs) I think it's interesting for for anybody looking into the law. Um, but I have dog hair on my face. I'm so we sorry. Have dogs. <laughs> we have dogs. We have Charlie over with Chelsea, our golden cocker spaniel. And we have Willow stuffed in the blanket, um, next to me. Who's our Merle colored cocker yes. spaniel. Sorry. Um, I was just like hitting my face for like two minutes. I was like, I should, maybe I should offer an explanation. <laughs> um, they don't shed a lot, but no. it is getting warmer. 
Um, so they are shedding a little bit, um, but we have to have them in our shows. Yes, absolutely. They're almost constantly here. So that's who's, if you see us on the video podcast on YouTube, that's the doggies you're seeing. And the reason we have pink blankets. Yes. I love it. Um, but anyway, so we're going to yes. go through one of the things that we're doing with the law and scripted now is we are taking the ideas of the podcast and we are putting them into a bar preparation program. Hey. We're not a replacement for law students who are doing Barbary, Kaplan, Themis, Studicata, yeah. Quimby. We're not a replacement for those programs. Please use those programs. We have chosen Quimby. Yes. Um, Chelsea is going to be taking the Quimby bar preparation through the summer and we've become an affiliate with them. So we're going to drop a link, um, in the, the notes in the description Mm -hmm. to our podcast below, check out the link. If you are interested in using Quimby for bar preparation, follow that link and you will get a discount. Um, so go through them, get a discount. Like I said, we'll be using Quimby. So when we do, we're going to swap over in the summer so instead of the pod, this podcast, yeah. this season will be over on May 9th. Yeah. Um, this finish of season one at 21, episode Crazy. 21. And then we're going to go into bar preparation. So yeah. check out the lawnscripted.com. Um, it's going to be up by May 2023. And then you'll be able to follow Chelsea through the bar. Um, there are going to be a lot of free resources, yeah. um, but there will also be some that you can pick and choose for help with certain subjects, just a certain area or the entirety of the bar. So that's where we are. And then we're going to go back to me for story time. Yes. Let's jump in. Um, so yeah, I think the delays were the biggest kink in the system is we couldn't get anything done. Yeah. Um, even criminal cases were delayed. Oh, there's so many issues with that. Um, and it was so hard for the courts to figure out how are we going to deal with bond hearings? Yeah. Be- and then there's speedy trial. Yes. Right. Is defendants in criminal case cases have a right to speedy trial. Yeah. But if they, if the courts aren't even open. Right. How does, how is speedy trial affected? Yeah. Do you, does everyone just get those months are just chopped off and they don't count towards speedy trial. Right. The judge, you know, the judges aren't even allowing people into their courtrooms. Yeah. So how is that affected? And that was a huge issue. Right. Was the criminal cases in the courts of all of the different states and jurisdictions figuring out how long they would be closed. Right. If they went back in person, when would that be? Yeah. What were the restrictions on it? They had to start figuring out um, emergency family law cases. Yes. Um, so emergency custody orders, foster care, all of that with the criminal cases, there were, the timing issue was insane. Yeah. So what ended up happening is by having to press those matters forward, mm-hmm. they then put all of the civil cases, just on the, the normal burner. civil <laughs> cases on the back burner. Oh. And I do personal injury law. Yeah. So almost all of my cases, it was like you just cut out a year. It was like you chopped it off. And all of my clients are calling and they're like, when is my case going to go to court? And like, what court? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I love for it to go, but there is no court. This is not my fault. There is no court. Assume we have another year. And it just kept backing up and backing up and backing up. And a lot of my cases, it's like three years later. Right. Where we filed. Charlie's all stuck in the, in the, um, oh, sweet boy. He is stuck in the cord for the, um, earphones. 
baby. There he goes. So he's going to run away. Sorry, Chelsea. No, we're totally good. Let me just. Left side is, yeah. Look at that. Okay. I think we're in business. Technology, right? It's fun. Technology and dogs, but we wouldn't give it up. Absolutely not. Makes it more interesting. So, okay. Regular court was closed. Mm -hmm. It was. And it was just kind of all all of a sudden. And so, of course, these issues that are not more important, but sort of more pressing are taking, you know, first in line. They have to. And then you sort of have this weird time frame where things are happening, but it's like via Zoom. Yeah. So like you went to law school yes. during Zoom, all of a sudden attorney world is Zoom. Nobody prepares you for this. No. Like, how are you supposed to go to court by Zoom? It had not been done. There were like some civil cases that would go yeah. by Zoom, but it was scheduling. Right. Like, so some courts in, in D.C. and a couple like Baltimore in this area yeah. had gone to before that scheduling by zoom or you could yeah. call in and pre-schedule things but it was really more like calendaring right and now we're having hearings motions and trials by zoom i've seen you do depositions through zoom I've, yes i've done depositions by zoom we never did deposition i never did depositions by zoom it was like you have to be in person yeah um, because there's a lot of, you're trying to see your witness in person yeah. or the other person's witness in person Yeah. in a trial. You like for your witness to be able to look at the judge. You yeah. want the judge to see your witness in person. You want them to feel more kindly toward them. Yeah. Um, or, you know, each side has a reason for their witness to yeah. be in person. And there's just that disconnect when you're sitting behind a screen hoping that your witness says the right things and trying to get somebody to right. feel favor one way or the other, it it just put a barrier. So all of the trial advocacy things that I've learned and been working on for 17 years. Out the window. Right. It was like you just had to restart and yeah. figure out how to do trial by Zoom. Yeah. And that's what I've called these last three years is trial by Zoom. It's true. And it's like, it's kind of trial by fire, yeah. but now it's trial by Zoom. And yeah. it's literally and figuratively trial by Zoom. Yeah. And then not only I think technology is an interesting part of it, but then clients with technology in particular. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the clients, you couldn't have them in your office at the first time, right? Our right, office is, was closed too. Like you said, how do, how do you as an attorney like confer with your your, your client appropriately. Yeah. It's the first time, you know, I guess it was 14, 15 years that I'd been practicing when it first started okay. and now it's 17, but it, it was like all that time I'd been prepping clients in person. Yeah. I'd been seeing them in person. I'd been going to trial with them in person. And now all of a sudden I have to get on the phone or on zoom and be like, okay, mm-hmm. here's how it's going to go. Yeah. And some of my clients had never met me. Right. Never met me at all. Which I've had clients crazy. who never actually met me. Um, I had others who didn't meet me for years and then now have been seeing yeah. me in trial. Um, but trying to prepare them, trying to make sure they had, do you have Zoom access on your phone? Can you get it? Do you have a computer? You can't come into my office. Do you have a friend with a computer? We would have a lot of trials continued because our clients didn't have access to the technology right. Or they did, and then it, you know, it crapped out, and then you couldn't hear them. Um, so there were a lot of trials that were continued, 
even on Zoom because mm-hmm. technology didn't work. I'm thinking of one particular story of someone who showed up to his Zoom in an interesting position. I don't know if you want to tell that story. Oh, which one was that? Um, You're going to have to start it. He was not exactly awake the entire time. Oh, yeah. No, there was that one client. So, yeah, one of my, <laughs> that's true. One of our that clients. Was I'm truly, I think this is one of the funniest things I have ever seen. Just personally. I had forgotten about that. Oh, I hadn't because tr- it's in my brain. So this is like a, a real hearing. Like there's a yeah, judge. Yeah, it was a trial. <laughs> yeah. Like on Zoom, there was a judge. There's the other there attorneys. Were, other attorney was there. I was there. And he's like, Jeremy. Oh my gosh. He like went to sleep in bed. He was in bed when it started and he was kind of like propped up, like hitting when those like GQ like <laughs> poses. And, and just then went down and down. And then you could hear the like snoring. <laughs> yeah. Cause he hadn't muted himself. Mm-mm. You could hear it. it was like, just like a little bit of the noise. I forgot about that. I had not. Yeah. That doesn't help with how you want your witness portrayed and your victim portrayed to the judge yeah. um, when they're falling asleep in court. But it's not court to them. It's their room. Right. It's their bedroom, right? Or they're wearing pajamas. Oh. or <laughs> They're riding in their car. I had one, one victim who was driving in their car yeah. while on Zoom. And... It really like you can't, and I can't say anything. Right. So like in court, I've had a couple people fall asleep asleep in court before, but I was able to like nudge, nudge them. them. Um, they didn't fall over. There's no bed. You know, yeah. I could actually do something, but I can't say anything. Yeah. Across a Zoom monitor through video of, hey, Mister So and So, you need to wake up. And if I do say it. It's in front of everybody. It's bringing attention to it. Exactly. Everybody. So I couldn't communicate with my client to wake up. Yeah. Just to wake up. I'm not trying to tell him what to say or do. But it's like, come on. It's like the elbow But he can't nudge. even get him up. So that that was really difficult um, and and has yeah. been. I, I had one. <laughs> I had one trial by telephone. What do you mean? <laughs> I had an entire trial by phone. Like phone phone? Yep, phone phone. Not even Zoom, phone phone. Nobody nobody saw each other. How would you even know who's speaking? Um we and so that was that's a good question. Yeah. And that was the issue on Zoom too is like everybody's trying to talk over each other at certain yeah. times. Um, it, it, there really had to be rules that were set down as to this person speaks at this time, right. but for the phone, it was a little more difficult. You try, you have a sequence at trial of the witness yeah. and the attorney. So there was some sequencing on it, but it was definitely harder even than on Zoom. Yeah. The court clerk had to give a few instructions. The judge would have to talk more than usual to say this person needs to talk now. Um, but it was we opted into it, so we we didn't have to do it. Yeah. But again, it was there were so many delays. It's like do this or you're waiting indefinitely. Exactly, and I had to talk through the client. It was the client's decision in the end. But it's like, okay, I'm calling the client yeah. on the phone and saying we have these options. Your case has been going on this long. Yeah. We can continue it again and hope for a Zoom trial right. in the near-ish future. Yeah. We can continue again, demand a trial in person. Or we can do it by phone. And that client chose to do it by phone. Yeah. Thankfully, 
the trial by phone ended up in our favor. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, in a significant way. Oh. And <laughs> I will never forget. Here's here's the best of it. The other attorney, and I, I we don't curse on the program, so I'm going to use a different word, <laughs> um, but you can understand what was actually said. So, <laughs> so oh things that normally you wouldn't hear if you were in court in person, yes. right? So we're all on the phone. And the judge gives the ruling, um, which again was very high in, in our favor. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I give, you know, I award such and such amount to the plaintiff and the defense attorney, you hear no. on the record. Okay. Because it's my phone on the record on the record. She says, well, I'll shoot, but she curses, right? She uses the other That's word. So funny. It's an immediate, this is the award. And then, well, I'll shoot. And it's That's like so funny. silence. Oh no. Because everyone heard it. Yeah. Everyone. Um, and so we got off and my client immediately calls me. She's like, did you hear what she said? Yes, I heard what I she said. I love the debrief after. You have to be like, I'm actually, now that you say that, I'm pretty sure, don't take my word for this, but I'm pretty sure that Supreme Court arguments, like in 2020 and 2021, were done via phone, not Zoom. Wow. I vaguely remember someone came and spoke to our Civ Pro class, actually, and he frequently argued in front of the Supreme Court, and he was going to do it again, um, but I'm. it was by a phone call instead of Zoom. I hate Zoom, particularly, um, but I think I would also hate a phone call more. It was hard. I love phone calls for scheduling. Yeah, I mean, even for in the court, like I am so happy to do a phone call for scheduling. I would prefer if I always do phone calls for scheduling now. Yeah. Um, I actually prefer some of the things that have come out of COVID. Really? I prefer depositions by Zoom now. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. I absolutely prefer them. They're so much more easy and convenient for me and the witnesses. Yeah. Um, that the witness can be anywhere yeah. and we can be anywhere. I don't have to drive to Virginia as much right. um, to do my Virginia cases. I don't have to drive into DC, which, which I appreciate. And I still feel like there's enough of the right kind of communication through zoom for a yeah. deposition. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. I do have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Were you ever concerned on these platforms like Zoom or Skype kind of dropped the bag on this one? It did. Like Skype, it, just, it, it started at there and then it swapped yes. almost immediately to Zoom. That's a thought. But my question is, was confidentiality ever a concern of yours? So I know that it was something that was a big concern sort of with like juvenile cases and family court cases that um, we talked a lot about it in my first year of law school. It was also an issue with I told you we did everything by Zoom. We had Zoom bombers who would come in and scream terrible, awful things. Um, yeah. And so I wonder with sort of court proceedings that may or may not end up being public record, depending on what type they were, if that was a concern. For me, it wasn't mm -hmm. because I wasn't in criminal law or family right. law. Family law, like you said, had a really hard time with yeah. it because of so many juvenile proceedings. Because if you do any kind of child custody, guardianship cases, yeah. um, even like the regular child custody just between parents, all oh, of yeah. that is still confidential and private. Um, so there had to be extra security measures. And that was part of why it took so long to get court up and running by Zoom right. 
is, yeah, they could have started sooner, but they had to make sure that there were more security measures put in place in their platforms and make sure to to do that first. That makes sense. I didn't have to deal with it so much because all of my cases were adult and it was going to be public record anyway. So whether they had access to my case, my trials or not, my trials were technically public. And if my clients didn't want information disclosed in public, then they shouldn't go to trial. Um, But I do know, like you're saying in the other areas of law, that it was a huge concern um, and that a lot of those cases, if they weren't immediate yeah. and emergency situations, they would try to push until they could get back in person. Yeah. And then when we started back in person, we had masks, which made a whole different, yeah, different it issue. It was, issues. right. Do, would you rather do Zoom where you can at least see each other yeah. and see the facial expressions? Yeah. Or would you rather go back in person where you're in person, but you can't see each other? Right. I preferred Zoom. Yeah, I think that was something for us too. That if it, if it's choosing between masking and social distancing or Zoom, I didn't. I mean, I you know can't control COVID, but I was like, I'd much rather be on Zoom if this is what being in person is like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. I know we were like supposed to observe court and stuff, and we could just log in. I think there are yeah. benefits to that, though. I think having like access, like you said, for depositions, it's easier for witnesses to participate. It brings costs down just sort of all around. Yeah. I think there were some good things that came out of that of like accessibility, but there, there were, I do agree that there were a lot of good things that came out of it with the technology, yeah. with accessibility. I do still have more scheduling. I love anything I can schedule without driving down to DC. Right. I appreciate, um, I, I like those changes. I like the Zoom changes yeah. with depositions. It did bring down costs. Yeah. It brought down so many things. The trial, I still prefer in person. It's yes. just easier to be in court in person and without masks. Yeah, it did make it difficult. Um, we we I don't know how you do trials when you have juries because um, we would have to do our fake trials and you're pretending to publish to a jury via like sharing your screen, which opens up whole world of just accidents that happened. It did. Yeah. We had, we had to share screens for evidence as well. Um, and, and it was again, trying to figure out the technology and the first time you're using it or the other council is using it, it's all time consuming and oops, that document's not what I meant to show you, or here's the one I have, but let me scroll through all of the pages to find the right page that I want to show you. Can you see this? I mean, all of these things, I know you're like, oh yeah, check. I had that problem even in your own work, but it was, it was a real problem. I just think with the legal system that is, like you said, there's trial skills that are so particularized and then it all was like gone. Just, it was all gone. It, It really was. It was trying to learn trial advocacy all over in another way. Yeah. And now I don't need the skill. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I learned it for a few years and now I don't need it. But for depositions, I still yeah. do for some things I still do, but it, it really was a wild change. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the masking in the courtroom was really difficult they even in our courtrooms, a lot of them had the the plastic dividers. Sh- um, dividers at the council table. So even though you were sitting next to your 
your client, yeah. you were both masked and you had to talk through a divider. So you might as well be on Zoom, right. not talking to your client at all. And now your judge can't see that. You're like scream whispering. To yeah, your client. it was. So I'll tell you my most embarrassing experience, Oh gosh, which was kind of like, I am not a cat, at least the closest yeah. to me. And then we'll stop. But um, the first time I went back to court, mm-hmm. um, it was the Maryland Workers Compensation. <laughs> Workers' Comp Commission. Okay. okay. Workers' Compensation Commission. I was doing um, Workers' Comp, and they were the first courts in Maryland that opened back up. Interesting. Um, they're administrative courts. They're different than the regular ones, and they're yeah. the first that opened back up. And I loved it in the sense that they had a schedule yeah. where it wasn't a cattle call. They didn't do that. I wish they had kept it. Um, so they would schedule you, you're at one fifteen. the next case is at one thirty. you came in for one fifteen, and then you left. Yeah. Um, so it was very much that, but it was my first time. I was like, okay, I'm going back in court in person. Yeah. Got to make sure I have everything. I sort of did. Oh gosh. Um, so I went in my car to grab my mask and the only mask in my car was my son's. (laughs) And it was a blue mask with dogs all over it. Cartoon dogs. It's kind of cute, though. It was adorable. It's an adorable mask. And I would wear it if I needed to. Like, my son and I would kind of swap it. Um, But it was the only one in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. I am going to go into court with with a puppy dog mask on. And I had to. Yeah. There, there was nothing else to do. They didn't have masks at the time to hand out, right? Yeah. It was the very first start of trying to go back in person. Now you can get a mask almost yeah. anywhere in the quarter so in a doctor's the, yeah. office. But then they didn't have a, extra oh masks to give you. So I walked into court in a suit with this blue puppy dog, puppy dog mask. You just need one that says, like, not guilty or, like, not liable. <laughs> I, re- I really did. I, I have to think that somewhere... Someone has done this, right? There has to be some attorney that has done this. It ha- I mean, it's me. It may have <laughs> just been me, but maybe there's another attorney oh, out so there funny. that happened to. And I got in front of the judge and I was so mortified, but I couldn't take it off. There were yeah. requirements. You had to wear it to be in the courtroom. And I didn't want to like yeah. continue the case because I had a dog mask. So I stood up and I was like, Your Honor, I just the first thing I would like to say is I would like to apologize. <laughs> For my dog mask, um, I'm really sorry. I thought I had my own, and I think my son took it and left me his. <laughs> and this is the only mask that I have. And that's how I started. Oh, my God. And I finished as quickly as I possibly could. And I honestly went back and I cried. <gasps> cried? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, this is such a fail. My first oh. time back in court, I'm not used to this. I'm in a mask. I don't like this. There's no other person in the room <laughs> that I wore a dog mask. <laughs> I think that's kind of fun, though, the fun masks. But I yeah. feel like there are plenty of times that I just cried because of COVID, <laughs> like, honestly. Because I would, I was struggling already with the heat and humidity in DC. They don't have the, I never wear my glasses, but I'd have to wear them to go to school. And so then you have the mask and the glasses and I would just be like hot and sweaty. And I was like, I can't function. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. I think that's kind of fun though. You're like, your honor, I'm sorry. I have a dog mask on. It will not impede my performance. 
I won't ever do it again. And you have to talk so much louder with a mask on. You do. You have to talk louder. Then you feel like you're screaming, but you're not. Yeah. Then your judge keeps telling your witness to talk louder that they can't hear the witness. Yeah. It. I do not recommend it to anyone. No. I really don't. I wore my mask a lot in court because, I mean, you couldn't come in if you had COVID. Yeah. There were so many restrictions. I mean, there were everywhere, but it really... For attorneys and yeah. for people going to court, it was a really different experience yeah. that I would not like to repeat. Keep no. some of the good things that came out of it. Yeah. I like a few of them that came out of it, but for the most part, it can go jump. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Uh, so, so that's where we are. I love it. <laughs> this is not a, I'm sorry about my dog mask. <laughs> I am not a cat. <laughs> There, you know, you just did what she could. Yeah. It was That's you so got funny. through. Um oh my thankfully God. my cases are catching up. They are not all still caught up. Which I'm again. still working on cases from like 2018. Yeah. Um, but alas, yeah. we're we're getting there. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so it was exciting. It was interesting. Yeah. I did learn a lot of new skills that some are still useful and others will never be useful again. And we're thankful that you'll never have to use them. Yes, again. I am. I'm very thankful. And I'm glad, even though you had to deal with it in law school, yes. at least by the time that you're an official attorney, yes. you will not have to deal Look, with a lot of if this. If we go back to that, I'm, 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 I'm on my island. I am gone. <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> Yes. So that's where we're going to leave it yeah. today. Um, come back with us the next couple of weeks before we end our season. We're going to be talking more about law school. Um, so yeah. for those of you who are interested and fascinated by what really happens in law school, oh, yeah. we're going to go back to that to finish out the season. But like us, follow us, subscribe. When you hit the like button, it helps because it actually gets our videos um, out to other people who otherwise won't necessarily yeah. see us. So it increases viewership so that they too can hear the exciting and <laughs> random and interesting stories about the law. I'm Virginia Tarani. And I'm Chelsea Rogers. We're part of Tarani Law LLC because you never need a lawyer till you do.